0: Today's episode of the BS Podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor, and a direct competitor to James Dolan, Michael Rappaport's least favorite owner. (laughs) Find the best tickets for round two hockey, round two basketball, MLB, Hamilton, whatever. I have SeatGeek on my phone. It is the easiest way to shop. For the best tickets, thanks to the revolutionary grading system, buy and sell tickets, and two taps on your phone, everything fully guaranteed. Try it out. Download the SeatGeek app today or... Go right to SeatGeek.com. Do it for me, for God's sakes. I tell you every podcast. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe. It has never been easier to protect your home and family thanks to Simply Safe. Order your home security online, set up your system in under one hour. Then you can start enjoying 24 7 professional protection immediately, all for $15 a month. No long term contracts, no hidden fees, no hassle. Go to Simply BS. Dot com. That is simply safe with two I's. BS.com today to protect your home and get 10% off. And we are finally brought to you by Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. That is our new gambling podcast launched this week. I like it. Gambling stuff. And he's <laughs> like on the world's uh, coldest gambling streak right now. So it, hopefully things will turn now that he has a podcast. But subscribe to that on iTunes. It is at least once a week. Let's hear from Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. In the house, Michael Report. It's been a while. It's been a while. You've been feuding with people. Feuding. You've said some things I didn't agree with. Oh, good. I want yeah. to hear that. Well, we'll talk about that later. Uh, I feel like I feel like you were you were coming in hot for a while. Now now I you're always come now you're hot. medium again. What well, with you? You're medium well done now. You're not you're not
1: rare. Well, I have to pace myself with you because I yeah. already know where it's going to go. So I, I I can't start like I jumped off a building.
0: You look, you look like you're in shape. I feel like you've been working out, and there's some sort of basketball something going on with you. None. You look like you're in basketball shape. No? Yeah, that's good. Looks can be deceiving. Okay. Um, I look like I'm in basketball shape from the neck up. <laughs> okay. So from the that's neck that's how up, I feel too.
1: Yeah, from the neck up, I look like I'm in basketball shape. But I'm going to take this second. Yeah to promote something that you're going to like. You're promoting if the
0: start of the podcast? The reason, why, because I, <laughs> I the
1: reason why, Bill, is because if the, the, the chances of, of, of your audience being able to stick around with what I'm going to bring to this show are slim yeah. to none. So I want to get it out now while everyone's listening. Okay. But I'm doing live podcast in San Francisco, May 9th. Yeah. May 11th in Seattle. Yeah. With Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp, the Rain oh Man, in Seattle. How'd you get him? That's my guy. I'm jealous. I, I I I knew you'd be jealous, and I knew you'd appreciate it. So he's in Seattle with Sean Kemp, May 11th, live. Wow. And then May 13th in Vancouver. So that's why I took it to, to tell you that. And the tickets are available at IamRaportTour.com. And that's the only reason why I brought it up early is because I feel like I will alienate and, and breach... Everything that you do uh, on this podcast. So, com, May 9th, San Fran, the 11th, with the Rain Man, in Seattle, live, wow. and the 13th, Va- in Vancouver. This is the
0: first good thing that's happened to Seattle basketball fans in 10 years.
1: This is a big deal. Yeah. So, he's up there, and, and uh, you know, I mean, you, you people forget about how incredible he was, and his whole story, and, you know, everything. So, I'm hyped to have him.
0: Well, you go through the all-NBA teams... And he's in there for a couple of years in, the, in like, you know, first team, second team. I think he made a couple second teams. He was he a was top 10 player for three years in 96 finals. If you watch those games, arguably the most unstoppable guy in that finals. Ridiculous. You know, I was in MJ basketball well. with him. Yeah. When,
1: and, 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 he, I, and I remember. Were you a counselor? <laughs> no. He looked like he should have been a counselor. But I think Sean is maybe. We might be the exact same age, but I remember looking, I think he's a year or two older than me, but I remember looking over to him, he had a full goatee, and I was like, there's so no way I'm going to be doing anything with basketball in my life. Yeah, Like he was at, this was at the five-star basketball camp, which is like the elite of the elite at the time. Yeah. And it was like a day at the beach for him. He was so much better than everybody at the camp, and there was all-stars, all-Americans, all, it was like, he was like playing around with ki- children.
0: Yeah. People are asking for his birth certificate. <laughs>
1: All are you it. okay with that mic? I'm the, I'm set up here. I'm good. I know how to work a mic. I know how to give myself you a came, mic check. You walked
0: in wearing a Jeter Stickman shirt. Yes. Yes. Which, well, uh, retirement jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Retirement jersey. Now he's going to the Marlins. He's going to the Marlins. He's, he's going to own the Marlins.
1: Good. Good. I, I think that's good for him. He's staying busy. He's not denying the fact that he he wants to be a part of baseball
0: like Kobe is yeah. doing. Um, <laughs> Kobe's not doing that. Kobe's doing Dr. Seuss NBA segments for. Yeah, I know. Have you seen those? I've seen them all. And what, it, what
1: is it? Is he, he losing his He loves storytelling.
0: Mind? He's a storyteller. He
1: said he loves storytelling. <laughs> he's a storyteller. Kobe is my dude, but I, I feel like he's going to go through this, and then something's going to have to come back with basketball. But it, like, if if you love storytelling, Kobe, Kobe's like, your dude. Kobe, I love fucking. You don't love Kobe?
0: No. You don't. You hate I'm Kobe. I'm a Celtic fan. I don't but, hate Kobe. But you, you I respect Kobe. Of course. I don't know what he's trying to do. Like currently, he loves I don't storytelling. Understand these Dr. Seuss ABC things.
1: If he wants to be a producer, Kobe. If you want to be a producer, hire yourself some dope writers. Everybody would come take a meeting with you. You got to spend a little money yeah. and then produce movies. Oh, that would be spending the move. Money. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, th- I think if he really wants to be a producer in Hollywood, he can do it. But you don't do it with like animated things. Like get dope directors. Dope actors, and, and I think and, he thinks he's Tim
0: Burton. <laughs> I think he's gonna make like Edward Scissorhands. C- Hands like too. basketball
1: versions. And yeah, shit.
0: I think I think he was inspired by some Burton movies. What
1: about your your, your guy? Have you talked about uh, how how upset are you that Larry Legend might be leaving basketball?
0: It seems like it's over.
1: He's gonna leave basketball.
0: Yeah, I think stuff's going on with that team. I, I think he got out a little bit early. I think they're probably selling it. Oh, yeah. That's, Is that's that your instinct me, or word on the street? Yeah, it's, there's some word on the street.
1: When you say word on the street, you, like, what do you get? Phone call, a text, yeah, inside get, information,
0: inside get, trading, Bernie I, Madoff, shit. Like, what are you talking the about? The owner's old. And, I, and there's a feeling within the league, you know, it's really hard to buy into the NBA right now. Right. And the two teams that everybody just keeps circling are, actually, there's three. Indiana, New Orleans, Minnesota. All of them have aging owners and, you know, so I think the the bird leaving when he did made me think that he, the team's probably going to be sold. They're probably going to blow it up. Who knows what's going to come in? Now, uh, is let's it talk true? about the playoffs though. Okay, let's go. So round two, it's been a really uninspiring round two. Very and uninspiring. Think, you know, basketball on the internet, there's this race to just exclamation points. Everything's great. Oh my God. Uh, and it's like, if you really look at these playoffs, they haven't been that good. No, and like that Boston Washington game too in Boston, the overtime game, which was spectacular. We just haven't had a lot of those. No, like, there... OKC Houston was super disappointing. Clippers Utah game seven was a dud. Yep, Uh these every Golden State game, you they, you almost feel like you don't even have to watch it. They're going to win by fifteen. Like no. they just crossed them off. The
1: Memphis Le- San
0: Antonio game four that, that was, was some, fun. That was, yeah, was a really good game. Fun, Cleveland's just killing teams. Killing. LeBron. So the thing with LeBron, what? And we always write him off as as uh, as an MVP candidate now, unless his stats are better than everybody else's stats. He's and an I MVP was guilty candidate too. I didn't vote. I didn't vote for him. Do you have a vote? I have a vote. Yo, you have a vote for MVP? Yeah. Did you say who what you do, voted for? Do you think for? I'm like a busboy? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know who are the people that vote for MVP. It's like 105 people. That's it. Sage Steele has a
1: vote. Wait a second. So, <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you publicly said who you voted for? Yeah.
0: Who'd you vote for? Thanks for reading me.
1: I wrote <laughs> a <whole> column. <laughs> Tate, I like that.
0: Who'd yeah, you vote thanks for? Thanks for reading me. Yeah, it's on TheRinger.com. You have Shh. to go see it. No, I voted for uh, James Harden. You voted for James Harden. I now, did.
1: My big thing about the MVP, Bill, and I want to ask you this. Yeah. Why is the NBA... You, all your, your, your basketball nerds, all everybody, all season long, who's nerds. the MVP, who's the MVP, yeah. who's the MVP, who's the MVP. The season ends on a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, the playoff starts on a Friday, yet we have to wait until June 20-fucking-6th to I find know. out who the MVP of the regular season is, and it's going to be Russell Westbrook. He's going to have gone to Saint pay He's going to gone shopping. <laughs> right. He's gonna he's gonna start thinking about the next season. And Take we're going to, a couple meetings with Tom Ford, and then and working then,
0: on uh, and sleeveless blazers. And then and,
1: and then a month, two and a half months after the fact, they're going to give him the award for MVP of the regular season, as if it give as if it means shit. Two and a half months after. after well, we gonna,
0: grew up like we grew up with. Uh, you know Robinson getting the MVP during the series against Hakeem, and Hakeem taking it personally, and then taking it out on Robinson. That's don't, what I love.
1: Don't you think it would have, it would have added fuel to the fire for for the non basketball centric fan? Harden, Westbrook, Westbrook just won the MVP last night. They're going at it in the first
0: round. I, I mean, obviously, I agree. I think it's insane. They're doing these. The they're making this NBA award show this year, which is why they're waiting. Who's gonna watch that shit? Two months.
1: Nobody's watching that shit. Even the most basketball, basketball basketball-centric fan like you, after the finals, you're like, you're done. You're done. And then you're going to be like, oh, it's Monday night. I'm going to watch Drake host a fucking basketball award show where they're giving out an MVP from uh, the regular season two and a half months ago. Oh, and I can't wait to find out who wins most fashionable in the NBA. Is that an award? That's a fucking award. Alright, I'm gonna And and, and not only is Google an award check it. And not only is an award, this is gonna encourage these motherfuckers to take things <laughs> to a new level next year.
0: Well they, what, they, what other level is there? Wade was wearing yo, pants that ended at his knee. Westbrook was wearing jeans that had, you know, one foot holes in them.
1: Yeah, and, and then they got the the the, the 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 sleeveless the sleeveless blazer And the fact that Drake is hosting him two and a half months after the fact, I just think it's a big, I don't know who they, like, do they think this is like the Oscars? Like, like people are going to watch this like the Oscars? The finals will be over. They're going to have already given the NBA finals MVP. And then they're going to go back and be like, oh yeah, remember two months ago, Russell Westbrook, who's already been eliminated and James Harden has already been eliminated. We're going to give them an award. It's the dumbest fucking thing. Do you have Adam Silver's number on on your phone? (laughs) I can't find the fan awards. They they are giving out an award for most fashionable. This is representative of the skinny genification of the NBA. (laughs) That is the epitome of the skinny genification of the NBA.
0: All right. So dunk of the year, best style, block of the year, assist of the year, game winner of the year, and top performance of the year. What? this is how an award show awards? They're, they're, ha- how are those awards assist of the year the assist of the year the most stylish of the year so they're gonna be like oh
1: next year people are gonna be like yo I'm winning that fucking award
0: this should be like I was, Jalen and I used to have a joke about guy you would take into a dark alley with you yeah like those should be the awards yes it should be like guy I wouldn't fuck with yes sad award the, 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 the all goon squad award yeah yeah, like Deion Waiter should win an award on NBA <laughs> yeah Boy, the 5150 award of the year yeah What's that?
1: Like fifty one fifty means like you know when you're when when the paramedics get called they got like a crazy person they'll go it's fifty one fifty like so they'll be like the fifty
0: one fifty award of the year yeah. like that would or they could call AKA the Ron Artest award. I'm with you. I I uh I don't understand it. I get why they're doing it, but if you're gonna have
1: get it for what? What's gonna happen? Like they're getting well, sponsorship they're by Kia.
0: They're trying to turn it into the you know, like the ESPYS.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, you're the biggest basketball fan I know. I would
0: not watch that show. Who's
1: gonna watch that shit?
0: I wouldn't watch it. I would watch it if the if the categories were funnier. Like if so, if best social media presence was an award. Now, now I'm getting more interested. Like I obviously, Joe Embiid should win after the he compared himself to. Did you see the horse tweet? Yes. The horses and I. What do we have in common? The, the smiley face. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Embiid's. Got, right, let's have uh, but, but, but,
1: but I think I think that I think that if once you're doing the most stylish award. You, all bets are off. You can do the all goon squad. You could do the fifty-one-fifty guy because it's like you're. This is the NBA. You're doing most stylish. One of these basketball players is going to come up there, probably in a fucking tutu, <laughs> and they're going to get an award. <laughs> and like it's like all be, like Moses Malone is kicking and screaming in his grave.
0: Yeah, Moses.
1: Moses Malone is like what? Moses the wouldn't have gone. Wouldn't have gone. No, he, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't have gone. No, he would have been somewhere in like South Carolina.
0: Yeah. Uh, playoffs. Yep. The Knicks. Did you think Westbrook was the MVP? Yes. Would you have wanted to play with Westbrook? Would you have wanted to be on his team for 82 games? My
1: The way I play, yes. My That's style true. of game, for, I'm not a shoot-first kind me, of guy. For me and
0: you, it would have been great. Yeah, Yes, yeah. you do everything. I'll get my rebounds I'll set up my picks. I'll set three-point line to three-point line. Set my picks. I'm ready if you need me. I'm over here. The, yeah, Like my yeah.
1: mentality of basketball, yes. Yeah. But, but I mean, it, it's hard to say. I mean, I'm curious why you picked you picked Harden. But
0: it he, really, for me, it came it, down to... Uh, his team did better Their Harden. offense was much better Like they had like One of the top 10 Greatest offenses In the history of the league Whereas Westbrook's offense Was like 17th And I didn't think He made his teammates better And by the time They got to the playoffs Oladipo was like A section 8 He was like private pile uh, Steven Adams, they never ran plays for him anymore. Canner, they not play. What kind of plays play. can you run for Steven Adams? I, he's a really good screen and roll guy. Ro- okay. I would run that over and over again. Kanter, like you can't even keep on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of their young guys really stepped up. And in those last couple games, he guys wide open that he just wasn't even passing to. Grant was making threes. <sighs> McDermott was making some. He's just ignoring them. Yeah,
1: I I I know what you mean. It, it, it's a tough thing with him because he's so... It's such an incredible like tsunami of energy and all that stuff. Tsunami? Tsunami. Isn't that what it's called? Tsunami?
0: Tsunami. I like tsunami. Tsunami. Tsunami sounds like where I'd go to lunch today to get sushi. (laughs) I'm going to go to tsunami. Wait, what did I say? Tsunami. (laughs) Tsunami. Russell Westbrook is the tsunami. Can you give me your, your biased thoughts about Isaiah Thomas? Uh, which one? I don't you're a Knicks fan and we have the Celtics did it again. We have a franchise guy again. <laughs> we one of the one of the better offensive How could guards you not love this guy in 30 we... years. So you mm-hmm. like him.
1: How could you not love Isaiah Thomas? Okay. I mean, I don't know you're a Knicks fan. I've I told you this. I've softened ever since the Big 3, even ever since the Garnett and Doc Rivers and the Paul Pierce that team. I like that team. Oh. And 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 so I it's not like I don't I I don't like when you get a guy like uh Kelly Kelly Olenek, what's his name? What's
0: Olenek. It? Olenek. Yeah. See that who's brings. That, who's now getting booed? But like Bill Lambeer is the biggest doofus. The Celtics have had in twenty years. He's a fucking clown with that man doofus. bun. This nice guy, be, is worst a hairdo
1: in the in the NBA. Kelly Olenek the or Jeremy bun. Lin? He's got a man bun in Boston, and they don't boo him. Yeah. Shame on your fans.
0: I don't. I don't think they're happy about the man bun. So you
1: like Isaiah? How could you? Nice. I've I've always liked him. He's okay, always good. been impressive. He's
0: great. He's Could you t- make the finals with Isaiah Thomas?
1: Not, not this year. Not. You ain't making it past Cleveland, my friend. Any aspirations or hopes or coulda, woulda, should be or any arithmetic you're going to run in your head that you might possibly beat Cleveland? Bill yeah. Simmons, you guys ain't beating Cleveland. You'd be lucky to make it out of there in six games. That's he- what
0: we. When I brought up LeBron earlier, I was going to say, the the thing with LeBron when he when he's rested. As, as, when is he not rested? As a friend of mine said this week to me, who I can't name, why not? Because he's involved in the NBA. Okay. Uh, LeBron in a full tank is still the scariest player of the last twenty-five years. Period. Even this year, in year fourteen, when he's rested and he's going, and you knew, and like, when it was eight to three, and he's calling for the alley oop and Duncan Lefty off the backboard, it's like because he had rest, you know. And if they can get through these series with four, four in round one. Four or five in round two. They blow through the Celtics four or five. And you can get to the finals with, with real rest. I, I, that would make me think they have a chance, even though they're bad defensively. Do you
1: think the Celtics
0: can push them to seven? Um, Let's
1: assume the Celtics get there. Because the Celtics, it's not. they're not. Washington can beat well, like the Celtics. It,
0: today it came out that Isaiah has a fractured jaw.
1: I you look I'm I, yeah I wouldn't be surprised. So
0: he's got a fractured jaw, knocked out three teeth. Shit. Uh, he's
1: not gonna stop playing. He had with the a terrible
0: jaw. family tragedy. Like I, I worry he's gonna tank out. Just understandably wear down a little bit as this goes along, and they rely on him so much. You saw it first of all. They they really had no business winning game two and game one. Really, that was the best game he's had all season. I mean, he's we've seen him do that fifteen times this year, but in fifty three points. Yes. You know, he, was, he took thirty-three shots. He's yes. never taken that many, and really, that game game down too. Bradley Beal had an eleven-footer for the game. Yes, and he gacked it. He short. It was a
1: short arm. They might not get past Washington. They they very well might. Not I'm concerned. Get... One of the
0: things. One of the things uh, I don't love in a playoff series is when you keep falling behind by double figures. I agree. I think that's a horrible sign. Not a good. Uh, not a good
1: habit to start. I think
0: they're better because. I, I don't I don't think Washington is poised enough. I think I think it's gonna be one of those series that we're gonna look back and go, Wow, Washington should have won. But bad defensively, they lose their poise. Mm-hmm. We've seen how many times have they lost their poise in three games? Markeith
1: Morris or whatever Morris is playing there.
0: And the and while, I think they're one of those teams when they're up twenty, they look devastating. Mm-hmm. But if the Celts can just get them in these games where it's close in the last five minutes, walls going, balls to the wall, and like he totally ran out of energy in game yep. two. Yep. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I could see six or seven. I always felt that way. Even the, when the Celts were up 2 nothing, I felt like it was going to go six or seven.
1: The question I'm asking you is, who would give Cleveland a tougher matchup just to slow them down? Boston. Boston. All right. Washington's
0: not ready yet. Okay. I don't think Boston's going to beat them. I don't think so either, but— you know, Boston's biggest, biggest hope is injury luck. Yes, like you saw it with Parker. Yep, Parker just goes down. Yep. You know, when you when you have these guys that are in year fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, it's really hard to play a hundred games. Yep. And it's like, oh, what a shame, Tony Parker. It's like that guy's in his seventeenth season. Yes. Like he should be getting hurt. Yes, just because he's thirty-three. Ask anybody who plays basketball after like age thirty-eight. Like you yeah. start getting fucking hurt. Yeah, he's been playing since he's like twelve. In the yeah, NBA. It's he like, started. Oh, oh, he hurt his leg on a non-contact injury. Right. Yeah, he's been in the league since two thousand one. Yeah, they're relying on him, and that fucking happens. What did you think of the uh, little pom-pom
1: fight last night with uh the, t- the Oubre, two Kellys, Ubre Junior? It was it was the, it was the battle of bad
0: hair. So he kind of hit the ref. I felt yes. like that should have been a bigger deal, but it was like yeah, like he ran but into. He, him. he crashed into the ref. Yes, as he crashed into Olenek, which feels like that's a suspension.
1: No, he's not getting suspended because your boy, your boy flopped, your boy Olenek. I actually don't think he flopped, and Olenek's a dirty, dirty. fucking player. Now I go no, back and he's evaluate. He's a doofus. He's he, not dirty. He's yes, he fucking is. Because now I reevaluate doofus that little versus dirty that little twist that he did on Kevin Love and his high picks on Ubre and his and his in his bad goatee and what is he Canadian. He's
0: Canadian. He's Canadian.
1: What the, who is a dirty Canadian? He's dirty. The Canadians he's like a are the nicest player. people on the planet. Yeah, he's like the nicest people. And doesn't he big political statements like he's like fuck Hillary and all that? He's like a big big Kelly Olenek? I think so. I don't even think he knows who Hillary is. No, Tate, look it up. He's he's like Mr. he's like, you know, Mr. Outspoken. He had like a pict he he's not a good Tate, guy.
0: Kelly Olinick, dirty or doofus? He's a, he's a dirty doofus. Yeah, he's dirty a dirty doofus. doofus. Okay. He needs right. to
1: cut that fucking man bun and show up to the game like Jaden Smith did at the Met Gala <laughs> in his hand. I don't like Kelly. Is that Goal what League. Jaden Smith did? Yeah, he came to the Met Gala the other day with his, his cut-off dreadlocks in his hand like a, like a, like a man purse. He's mm. holding them in his hand.
0: Is LeBron, is LeBron in the conversation for you with MJ yet? Absolutely. Okay. How could he not be? I'm still not there.
1: You're he's you're who who who's the conversation? So it's MJ and then who? I just
0: MJ's in his own conversation. He's at a table for one. I agree. Bill but Russell gets to stop by every once in a while and they talk. And see there, you're. That's where that Boston. is. Bill shit. Russell won eleven titles? I know. eleven hey, titles Bill, in thirteen do we, years. Do we need to go
1: down this road? How many again? times
0: can you win a title? Everyone from that era is like Bill Russell is the best player in our era. He's amazing. I wish Bill Russell was my teammate. Yeah, in the un.
1: Um, uh, do, do I need to break down the overratedness of Bill Russell for oh, you Mike, one more please time? Please don't. Please don't. In the unintegrated NBA with well, eight I will teams?
0: Say, th- This watching the way basketball is played now for the first time, and I was I was even when I did my book in like oh nine. I was always like comparing the eras. And yeah. Really <laughs> felt like the '86 Celtics could hang with these teams in the 2000s. Like maybe they were a little more athletic, but the '80s. Now I watch basketball, and I'm like, I, all of these teams would destroy the older teams because we figured out the spacing better. The spacing and the strategy and the way they, the shooting and the athleticism, mm. I, I think it would be just, I don't care who you're playing. Mm-hmm. I think it would be unstoppable. The
1: evolution of man. That's Can why you Bill, like, Russell,
0: Bill Russell shouldn't be considered past 1973. Yeah, but you still have to, You're you're ranking the greatest by what their career and the impact was when they played. You can't just say, like if you're going to say, the guys now are better than Bill Russell, like, you're probably right. Like, Jan Mahimney might be as good yes. as Bill Russell was yes. athletically. Like, yes. if you put him in 1962, he would be going crazy.
1: I mean, what what, what was the year that he beat the Syracuse Nats? Uh, Bill Russell, his, his company, he was going against Dolph Shays. That was yeah. that was a center he was competing against. Dolph Shays, like, 100, 195 pounds. He owned
0: Shays. Huh? He owned Dolph yeah, Shays. Yeah,
1: great. That's something to fucking brag about. That's something that you feel good. <laughs> Neil mean, Johnson. Let me ask you this. Would you give back... <laughs> Bill Russell's championship no. versus Dolph Shay's in the Syracuse Nets to disassociate yourself from Curt Schilling. Think about it. <laughs> like so you say Curt Schilling never had anything to do with Boston or the Boston Red Sox or he's and or, and I'll give
0: back one of Bill Russell's championships. If I still worked at ESPN we would digitally Remove Kurt Schilling from the documentary, the Thirty for Thirty we made about the 40th <laughs> in October. You preedit. You do. No, re- I, would, I would just. I would put the the thing on his face like they use when uh when somebody doesn't give their consent to be filmed, the blurkle. Yeah. Like then Survivor when somebody's dick falls out yeah. and they blurkle. That's what Schilling. The whole documentary, Schilling's face would be blurkle. Would you
1: give up a World Series championship today? Never had anything to do with Kurt Schilling as a Red
0: Sox. I would give up 07. You'd give it up. If you could say, you know what, so. Kurt
1: Schilling, because all he is is. Is no, just so to erase it from my head? No, just the fact that it didn't happen. Like, okay, no, we have I'd, to give. I'd,
0: I'd keep all the championships.
1: Even the one with Kurt Schilling, yeah, even though but, he's so he's such a crackpot well, now. 04,
0: I would. I mean, if you had told any Red Sox fan in 04, you're going to come back 3 0 from the Yankees, you're going to win the World Series, but the tax is going to be Kurt Schilling's going to lose his mind. Right. I would have taken that. You would have taken yeah. that? Yeah. All right, okay, because you that know he could he's have been like Kurt Schilling's going to kill your dog. I'd be like, fine, take the dog. All right, how are you um, feeling,
1: Tate? Good.
0: What do you think about this? Wait, let's talk. Speaking of uh, unhappy, tortured fans,
1: yes. Well, I know we're going to go to the
0: Knicks. Phil no. Jackson. Now let's do an ad first. Fucking Dolan. Uh, I want to talk quickly about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interests in mind. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval in minutes. Even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, Tate, someday you'll have a mortgage. You can get Rocket Loans. Thanks,
1: I'm excited. He Bill, said, will Tate's hook you doing up.
0: great. He's employee number one at the. I Ringer. didn't even
1: recognize you. Like all cleaned up.
0: He's looking great. You can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank. Skip the waiting. Go completely online at quickenloans.com slash Bill Simmons. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Number 3030. The Knicks. So, classic Knicks. um, You didn't trade Carmelo. You've ruined his trade value. Porzingis is now upset, who's the only Knick anyone cares about. As he should be. I'm proud of him. Your lottery pick, you somehow screwed that up and you fell to the seventh spot. (laughs) Even though... you. Arguably, there's no way you should have been lower than four. So yeah. then you lost the coin flip to the Timberwolves for six. Yep. Now you're in the seventh ping pong spot.
1: Yep. That always works out for us. How you feeling? Horrible. Uh, and, and at this point, Bill, I have to blame you know, I have to blame Phil Jackson because Phil, my man Phil, is not doing his job. And James Dolan, I believe, said. Here, you're the boss. You run everything yeah. to do with basketball. I, I drove a delegator.
0: In,
1: and Phil's like, doesn't give a fuck. The fact that, for me, when, 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 when the Charles Oakley incident happened, which we didn't even talk about. but no, when the Charles, talk about it. When, when, when that didn't happen, and Dolan went on Mike and Mike, I believe, to sort of clear the air with the press and talk about it. If I was Dolan, I would have said, Phil, they need to hear from you. Well, he, I don't want to talk. They need to hear from you, Phil. Please go talk to the press for five minutes. I'm not doing it. Then you're fucking fired. I fire him on the spot. I'm paying you money. I'm the owner. You work for me. I'm giving you however many amount of money. They don't want to hear from you. They want to hear from you. You're not going to talk to the press. You're fired. It would have taken everything off of James Dolan. And that's your job. The fans want to hear from Phil Jackson. We don't even get... He's falling asleep at games. You see him like he's like nodding in the crowd. He's like... And everybody came into this with such, with such optimism. The fact I've never seen in any sport. A, what is he? The GM? The president of basketball operation? What is Phil's fucking title?
0: president of basketball operations something like that
1: publicly try to shame and humiliate whether he's holds the ball whether he's not as good as d Wade. we know he's not as great as lebron all this stuff to publicly for for him to come out he didn't speak to the press all season long and then his closing thing is to try to publicly shame carmelo anthony regardless of what you think of of carmelo anthony it's just not cool it's not he
0: was the one who gave him a no trade clause you did it Why don't
1: you fire yourself? Why don't you say this is my fault? I fucked up. I should go somewhere else and play. He's—I mean, who does that? Who like who can't? He hold. It's like. It's just not fair. We all have our problems with Carmelo, but for him to do that and not speak when the Oakley thing happened and not speak when your point guard mysteriously disappears, and, and, but his, his last statement of the season is to, is to shit all over Carmelo. I'm proud that Porzingis, the Lativian gangbanger, said, fuck it. He figured it out in two years. It takes most people five years to figure these things yeah. out. He was like, fuck this. I'm going back to Lativia. He got, he got the other gangbangers. I'm, I'm out of here. I don't need this shit. I'm glad that he, like, for a 21, 22-year-old kid to figure it out so young, I was like, this kid's got his head on his shoulders. And, like, well, what do we need to meet and talk about? It's the closing conversation with yeah. this guy. And, well, especially
0: and I, somebody who threw his his best player under the bus.
1: Threw his best player under the bus. So, Jeff Hornisek's going to get fired at way He's never going to coach basketball ever again.
0: What Do do you think there hasn't been enough attention paid to the whole Kurt Rambis as a narc kind of thing? How Phil Jackson puts Kurt Rambis in there. He's always there. The whole thing
1: is a joke. It's bizarre, right? The whole thing is a joke. It doesn't matter who they put in there. If they're just a puppet and a mouthpiece for Phil Jackson, none of those coaches are going to get respect. Hornacek potentially could have been a good coach in the NBA. Right? He's done. He's never going to coach again. For some reason, they got fucking Kurt Rambis, who refuses to shave his hair. Okay. Just <laughs> shave the fucking hair. You look nuts. He looks like Hulk Hogan. Just shave it. Okay? You you look crazy this way. We know you're gonna look crazy with the bald head, but at least you'll have like a, he'll look like sort of like crazy in a good way, like kind of intimidating white guy with the horn rimmed glasses. The, the whole thing is bad. and, and He and, should
0: shave the head and do those old school like psycho glasses. That's those it. Thick plastic right lens. Maybe yeah. gain some respect from the players because right now they don't listen to you. They don't listen to so Hornacek. They think he probably has like, he's like wired when they're talking to him.
1: I'm sure. They don't speak Explain to,
0: to me co- this. Dolan, who fires the head of MSG like every 18 months, who fires people left and right. Left and right. But then with, with the Knicks job he's a, and the Rangers, he's always like, look, when I make a deal, I make a deal. Right. My, yeah, m- my word is oak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I don't understand. Why isn't his word oak with his other businesses? I, listen, man, I, 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 I'm so over this team. And Who was so- more out of shape this year, Joaquim? now or are you?
1: Hmm. I'd say in the beginning it was me, but when Joaquim went down with the, the injury, and then came, definitely, I'd say it was Joaquim. Yeah. I was. He came in in a little better shape, but towards the end of the season, like March, after he came back from that weird suspension thing, I if was a shape. If I gave
0: you over, under. <laughs> Knights Joe was up past 4.30 in Manhattan, 22 during the season. Would you go over? Yes, over. Okay, over. How about 42?
1: No, I'd say it's like a— Somewhere what?
0: between 22 and 42? Yeah, right. yeah.
1: We're talking about Great Stickman. Oh, yeah. Under the radar. He's putting in that work. I don't
0: even think it's under the radar.
1: Well, they, when he came to New York now, it's sort of out and about. But like, I mean, that's a coxman right there. He puts in that work. I mean, his father, it's in his lineage— yeah. Father was a
0: fantastic stick man. It's one of the best. It's like Alan Thick and Robin Thick. Yes, is one of the great father son yes. combos we've ever had. Yes,
1: and they're they're still going at it because yeah. because the, uh, the, the father um, Yannick, fantastic, Fant- world renowned because he's right. a tennis player.
0: Who so, could have who could have guessed the Joachim Noah signing wouldn't work out? I mean, it seems. <laughs> so did you know that was going to be when, so bad? I didn't know it was going to be this bad. I thought it was going to be bad. I really did. I, I thought, his thought was going to be
1: I thought his energy and his rebounding, and I didn't know he was going to be so hurt. But I thought his energy and his rebounding would be a good thing. I didn't know that. I didn't realize the seventy million was actually seventy million until like he got hurt. I
0: just assumed they were going to sign Dwight Howard, and I still think you end up with him. I think <sighs> this is where this all heads: is the Joakim Noah and Courtney Lee for <laughs> Dwight,
1: Dwight Howard. Howard, and that's the and, big, no, the big and fix. And Kent Baysmore.
0: Great. I think you get those two contracts. Great. And God bless them. you bring Rose back for a year in a reduced contract. And he, it's a Rose, Carmelo, Dwight, the trio you've always been waiting for. The big three from 2010. Only now it'll be 2018. It's it's a disaster. So I had Daisy and on a couple weeks. You at what? Davis and Marlon? Oh, yes, yes. But You, said, you says, love those guys. Yeah, they're funny. And uh, I was saying to them that all the Knicks celebrity fans should get together. We every time you jiggle the Starbucks cup, everyone hears and no, thinks no, no. like we're like you, making t- daiquiri. will make, okay. make it work. make it work. So I was saying to them, uh,
1: but just let me say, people, if you're hearing this noise in the back, a Starbucks. it's my yeah. Starbucks. It's cup. not. A, he's
0: not making a daiquiri. So I was saying to them, all the Knicks celebrity fans should yeah. get together and do one of those music videos like people used to do in the '80s you all to the raise world? money. Yeah. To, to band together Against James Dolan And the Knicks Just to be like We're not taking this anymore You get all the people Spikes in there In the front row Yeah he's like The Quincy Jones He's he's like the orchestra Woody, Orchestrating Woody all. Allen Yep Woody's in the front Woody- See, They give him a solo <laughs> Matthew Modine's Really into it Yes Like he's like He really is really Belting it yes. out You just yeah. get all of them Days of Samaro, <laughs> They just go all the way through You get like 40 Knicks fans And it's like You suck Dolan yeah. Whatever, whatever <laughs> the chorus is and then you get that out.
1: I don't know why people just don't go. If you want to go see a piece of shit, just waste your money and go see Hamilton. Stop going oh. to Knicks games. Oh. Yes. You're if you,
0: the anti-Hamilton. If you corner. want to go see if what you want to go see, I didn't know this yeah, quarter existed.
1: Let me tell you something, Bill. That's one of the biggest frauds. <laughs> That's one of the biggest con jobs. They're like It's like a hip hop experience. You drive through any hood. <laughs> in any part of the United States, name nobody rocking the Hamilton soundtrack outside the bodega in any hood. This fucking thing, it's like it's like Dr. Suits and Like, that set hip-hop back. They're like, and, I, and I'm not, no disrespect to Lin-Man. It's a great achievement and all that But, like, people are like, well, it's like hip-hop, but it's Hamilton and it's positive. That ain't fucking hip-hop. <laughs> that's not fucking hip-hop. Don't fool yourself, people. Don't waste your money thinking that's hip-hop. If you think that that's hip-hop, drive around any hood, go to any high school, go to any club. You think they're rocking the Hamilton soundtrack in the club? You think that there's like a remix to the Hamilton sound? Right. Like, yo, you heard that new Hamilton shit? That shit is doo-doo on a fucking stick. It's not hip-hop. I don't care what Quest love. That's my guy and all the guys from this. I hope they're making tons and tons of money. It's a fantastic way to tell a story, but that is not hip-hop, period. So if you want to go see something, you want to go waste your money on something, I, I urge the fans to stop going to the Nick games. They were out there cheering. What's his name? For uh, for Ron Baker.
0: Ronnie Baker. Sunshine Ronnie
1: Baker. They're out there cheering for Ron Baker. Go I, waste your money on something else.
0: So the 10-year anniversary of my podcast
1: is May 8th? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the 17th anniversary that the Knicks celebrated, the 99. No. The 99 team that went to the finals. That's how bad the Knicks are. We're celebrating, celebrating the 18th anniversary. The, the 18th it's anniversary. It's not even a 20th? Yeah, the, uh, not the not 20th, not the 25th. 18th. The 18th anniversary of a team that went to the finals and lost.
0: And got killed. That's uh, that's a celebration. In the ten years of I've ever had this part po- of that I've had this podcast, your Hamilton take is the single hottest take I've ever heard on the podcast. Mm. It is. It's so hot that I I got burned by Tate. Are you all right? Did you get burned by the flames of that never, take? I've never seen Hamilton. So I, all right, I appreciate that, Bill. Incredible. <laughs> Thank you, man. That means, job. that
1: means a Incredible. lot to me, man.
0: Shit. Uh, a Rod, you brought up. A lot of discussions. Actually, let's save A-Rod, because okay. I, I want to I stay in NBA for a second. Okay. Chris Paul, overrated, underrated, properly God, rated. Oh,
1: man. I always go back to your Never book. Never made
0: round three. I know, man.
1: I always go back to your book. I always think about your book, because you really opened my eyes in your book uh, to, to, to Chris Paul.
0: I don't know, man. The, uh, where is he rated right now? So, when I wrote that, I wrote a comma about him. You don't read The Ringer, so you wouldn't know. No, but I read, I that, wrote but column, I read that book Point multiple times. So, I had him right ahead of ringer. Stockton. You had him waited w- w- what? Ahead of Stockton. At the time. And now, no, like literally two weeks ago. Now I regret oh. it. And I actually think he's this generation Stockton. If I had to do redo that part again, Stockton, I had that the pyramid in my basketball book yes. five levels. <laughs> Level five was the Pantheon. Level four was right underneath it and had like the guys like Isaiah and Elgin Baylor and Barkley and Malone. And then level three was the guys who weren't. They were just missing one tiny thing that couldn't get them to that level. Who, who
1: were some of the guys in
0: that? Fraser, Willis, the greatest uh, game Rick seven Berry. ever. Yeah, like, You mean, Wall Frazier? The, the great, great player, awesome, awesome players, great players. But what do you players. mean? But you mean just like they just weren't like there. There was like a. F- a franchise year to year. These guys were just carrying stuff. Maybe they won a title. There was one tiny element missing. And Stockton was my last level three guy. And the reason was great player, unbelievable stats are great, unbelievable resume. But if he was your best guy and you didn't really have anyone else, maybe he wasn't there. He also had uh, his postseason like year after year in his prime, he got outplayed by people that probably he shouldn't have been outplayed by. And I wonder if Chris Paul is now this generation Stockton, where it's like you go through game seven, he's going against George Hill at home, and they're like, Chris Paul's worn down, he's tired. It's I like, agree. why is Chris Paul tired? This is round one. I, I just think he's- Wait, he's played 38 minutes a game, he's tired?
1: I think that the style of play, when he came into the league, such quickness, Uh, you know, he's had injuries- I think he's slowing down. And when you're the guy, I mean, he could still be a very good point guard, but like, remember when he first came in, like, he was just like, he had you on skates.
0: Right. He's not defensively, he's not the same that he was. And also, like, and offensively, I don't think he can
1: do what he used to do. I don't think he has that elusiveness.
0: Right. <laughs> and I wonder if, uh, it's just hard when you're a little guy to, to, Go into now season 13, 14, 15, 16. You can't adjust your game. And have that your kind game. Of an impact. Yeah, there's
1: no... He's under six feet. You, so you're not going to be like, well, I'm going to be a post player I'm going to be a spot-up guy. He's a
0: point guard. Right. He's a point guard whose quickness is the number one thing. And it's like, you know, Isaiah was just... He started to lose it. He was out. He <laughs> was like, I'm not even going to have my last three years where I'm playing 27 minutes a game. I'm done. Right, I'm going to go run a team. Right. Um, but they all seem to lose it around... Somewhere between season 11 and season 13. Point guards. Small point guards. They lose like that kind of in their prime, just awesome, because I think it's a really demanding position. I think it wears them down. I agree. They're little guys. And
1: yo, he used to, I mean, when he first came in, he was like fucking, you know, everybody with the handles and Kyrie and Steph and whoever you love with the handles. Like Chris Paul was one of those guys who brought that. Wowza! 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 Factor to handling the ball, and he was a distributor, and he was, but he's like 5'11", 5'10". So it's gonna if you can't like just shake people off you the way he used to be, that's the first thing. That was like his ultimate weapon is his quickness. Like
0: a guy like Isaiah Thomas on this Celtics. Yeah, like it's not like he's gonna play into his forties. Well, and that and that's the thing. Isaiah's gonna be a free agent, and like, he, and now it's like a no brainer. Obviously, they're gonna give him the max. But you look at he's gonna be this thirty four year old five seven guy. Making forty million dollars a year. No. Oh. That's a little frightening. Hey,
1: he's done a lot for you guys. So he really has. You know, don't let that white guilt get ahead of you in that way. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> let me on. ask you this. Ty Lu. Yeah. Okay, a guy who, who could use a, a new tailor. The suits are so big, Ty Lu. He said this week. <laughs> he since co-
0: 1998. What the
1: fuck are you doing, Tyler? Like, I mean, it's like I'm not one of these people that's into the skinny shit, but it's, I've even, you know, tightened it up a little bit. You look yeah. crazy. He said that coaching the Cleveland Cavaliers is the hardest job in sports. How dare you? How fucking dare you? What about coaching the Cleveland Cavaliers without
0: LeBron yeah, James? Yeah, in 2013.
1: Why don't you coach the New York Jets? See if that's a fucking, like, come down to New York. Coach any team besides the Cleveland Cavaliers and see if it's a hard, he's complaining already? Did you hear about this? Tyloo said this. I, if
0: LeBron was my best player, I, I don't would not complain.
1: There's nothing to complain about Tyloo. You were you, handed the you're key to the so queen co- of the chessboard. Yeah, and and you know the blood of David Blatt was spilled for you. You had to jump over it to avoid any DNA evidence, <laughs> and now you're complaining a half a year later, a year later. Mm. Shame on you. It's like and they're like, oh well, he outcoached Steve Kerr. It's like you know, really, it would be fun when the Warriors and and the Cavaliers to get there. Steve Kerr's not going to be there. Sit Ty Lue the fuck down and let them just play without the coaches and prove that neither one of them are that great of a coach. Like Ty Lue, like he outcoached Steve Kerr. The the Warriors are going to make the finals without Steve Kerr. Let them just do it on their own at this point. They don't need you, Ty Lue. That's the hardest job in sports. How dare you? He didn't say that. He did say it. Yeah, he did. He did say it.
0: That's insane. How
1: am I breaking news to you? It's like two I, days ago he said I didn't,
0: that. I didn't hear that one. He said it. Well, you don't amazing. read my column?
1: What the fuck, <laughs> man? Sorry, I didn't read you on the rigor. You
0: didn't read me a column? <laughs> Tyler couldn't have said that. He
1: said it. Tate, Tate, tell him.
0: Oh, my God. He
1: said that. That's got balls, That's one of the right? worst
0: things I've ever heard. I will say, like, Spolster's job the first two years of Miami, that was a tough job.
1: That was a tough job. You're... But-
0: you're you're figuring out how to ease in the best player of the last 20 years with the guy who owns that city and who probably was a little more alpha doggy. I agree. And then you have Chris Bosch too, who's like in the corner sucking his thumb, wondering why he signed there. And he made all that. You know, they flame out in the finals. He was able to rally them back. That's a tough job. There's
1: plenty of all the, But he said the toughest job in sports. This guy's got fucking
0: big suits and big Jets, balls. Yeah, Jets coach. Yeah. I'm with you on Jets coach. Yeah, he said that. You're going to get your ass kicked by the Pats twice a year. Right. We're coming again, by the way. I know. You Do you even follow football? Did we, the Patriots ruin football for you? No. You sure? Bill, I, I can... I, I, I wouldn't blame you if they No, I mean, they didn't ruin it. Because they're going mean, to win the I mean, AFC East again. I was texting you. Wasn't
1: I texting you? Oh, I did. I said, remember during the Super Bowl? You probably can't remember because it changed. If you looked at your thing, I, I was texting you. I said emergency podcast after the, after the game at halftime. Oh. Do you remember this? I was like, please, emergency podcast. Please, can, I, can we do something? Come on Mike. come on. I, 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 there's no
0: way I would have done that with you.
1: I know you wouldn't have. I would have I I rather the, have hit you with a two-by-four. I was sexing this motherfucker in the first half. I was like, you, I, please, podcast something right afterwards. And then I disappeared. I hadn't talked to you in months from that. I don't even remember getting the text. It's it's it don't it's there. Trust me. Like if we Monica Lewinsky, it it's there. <laughs> Trust me, it's there. There was you. There was a handful of my Boston friends that I was texting, but you were the first uh, guy. I was like, "Where are you?" You dad
0: at? of Tom Brady. It was gonna be. It was gonna be. You know, like dad of Tom Brady. Say it again. You dad of Tom Brady. I didn't give up. I didn't. You know what I didn't do at halftime? Quit. No. He, I changed seating positions in my living room with the people I was with. Picked a different chair and waited for Tom Brady to lead me back to the promise. It, it was
1: incredible. It was incredible. I love that Kraft is still behind Donald Trump. You feel good about that? What would you do to like get him to shut the fuck up? So like you trade away, <laughs> would you trade away a Bill Russell, I don't know, Olympic medal <laughs> to have Tom Kraft, uh, to have Roger Kraft. Is it Roger Kraft? Robert, Robert, Robert Kraft. Kraft. Stop. Saying that you know, like all these fantastic things. I mean, it's gotta shame you guys. Like, because I know there's probably a lot of Trump people, but like, it's like, don't you want him to just stop saying that? Would you give away Bill Russell's Olympic medal for Kraft to stop saying how great Trump is?
0: Trump was a great friend to him.
1: Yeah, Trump was a great friend to him. Of course he was. Of course he was. Yeah. You, yeah. what would you give away to have him stop acknowledging Donald Trump as being a great friend and a great leader? He's a great friend and a great leader. And you know what's amazing? He might have been a great friend. See, he might have been a great friend. I'm sure he's a great friend. But, dude, what did you think about uh, Brady coming back? He was incredible. Listen, I can't take—I love—he's incredible. He's incredible. He's sick. A uh, uh, Grumpy Bill Belichick, who doesn't talk to the press, because every—he would shit on you. If you asked him a question, I would love to him to shame you in front of all the other press people.
0: Have you ever thought about what it would be like to— ask those questions. I'm always stunned by like Popovich, the way they tiptoe. I would have so much more fun with it if I was stuck there. Thank you. I my my sideline reporter question to Popovich every single time would be what bottle of wine would you have compared that performance to? Like, you got to go that increase. way with him. He'd be like, oh, that's great. I totally I, agree I with you. I feel like we were like a 98 Barolo in that performance. Totally process. agree with you. Or like, what war general do you wish you could talk You'd to right now? you get him thinking, yeah, right? Yeah, you get him thinking with weird questions. I totally
1: agree with you. Bill Belichick, there's, n- there's no way in. He doesn't give a fuck. What What would you
0: do with Belichick? When you're at the press conference. Belichick's like one of those. He's they, just the mean. Those handball walls that people play in New York City. <laughs> he's the handball wall. <laughs> he's a fucking he hit the ball on the wall. He's the handball
1: back. wall with graffiti on it, and spit and like been vomited on. The questions. You you're, you what's the question? You have your Popovich in. What would you do with Belichick? Nothing. He would he publicly I mean, humiliate the face of Boston sports. He doesn't care that that is Bill Simmons. I think that the way with prick.
0: Belichick, he loves talking about football. So what would you say? So if you ask him questions that are like legit football questions, like, uh, can you talk about how Landon Roberts? What is a Landon Roberts? How has he grown as somebody who can come up and stop the run, but then go in and pass protection? You don't think he any answer reporter that. answer ask a question but that, like that's that? that's All he wants to do. You can't be like Bill. Is Tom he playing want this fodder? week? Right. He doesn't He's want. He's not giving you any information whatsoever. But he'll he'll love talking about. like, right. hey, Bill, have you studied? What Bump Phillips did In the 1980 championship game Did you think there were any par- Like that's the shit He wants to talk mm. about Otherwise he's out Okay But Fair he enough. I think the way he handles it Is brilliant Because He gives nobody anything But I just think it's mean I I, I
1: think it's mean And obnoxious To treat Every question By every r- reporter Just like As if they're Like they have no business Even speaking to him Like He truly makes Craig Popovich Look like the friendliest guy In the world like every reporter Every question Did you see the
0: way Pop of it yesterday During the game Or two days ago they, The sideline reporter Was like What do you have to do To slow down James Harden He's like Gotta do a better job Right That was it He's yeah. like okay thanks Like he hates it so much Yeah
1: But I think the wine question And the generals Would be a good, good it's way It's the only way You have to go I
0: like that Do you feel more comfortable When you coach with a beard Right You've got to get the beard. Super weird with him right. Every time Throw him off what would Tim Duncan say if you saw that first quarter? Right, I like that. You just got you got to make him think for a second. Y- yeah, to make his catch brain him go. off guard. Don't I think th- it's real, I think they put them in a really bad spot with uh, trying to answer those questions because, like, imagine like a an, a pilot is landing a plane, right? And somebody comes in and be like, Bob, how's it feel like with Like the, all they're doing is trying to land the plane. They can't right. snap out of that. They're singularly Kristen standing next to them all of a sudden. I agree. I feel bad for them. The Warriors. I just hope if they can Durant do it. If wins a title. Good.
1: Anything to okay beat LeBron. With okay. I, I didn't like the decision when it first happened, but he's there. I love the Golden State Warriors. I love the team. I love that Steph Curry has sort of been reduced to like, like he's like, a, he's like a, an afterthought now. Um, I love the resentment from the unanimous MVP last year. Do you
0: think it's suspicious that Steph Curry can grow a beard?
1: He can't. He's, it's barely, he has a
0: beard now. Well, what like would a be suspicious beard. about that? Anything four that, years
1: ago, he had like four hairs. He he finished puberty. Do you think he went through puberty. Yeah, I think he went through late stage puberty. <laughs> okay, I think it, it, there's nothing suspicious about that. If we're going to talk about suspicious hair and growth and growing things, we're going to go back to LeBron. But let's move forward. <laughs> we don't want to go back to like you know the fact that you know what the interesting thing about LeBron amongst all the Michael Jordan <laughs> thing is the reason why you can't really compare him to Michael Jordan and any other athlete because Michael Jordan got injured. You know who else got injured? Barry Bonds. Yeah. Lance Armstrong got injured. Roger Clemens got injured. Who's the guy who beat Carl Lewis in the race? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, he even got injured. But the only person who's never got injured in 14 years of professional sports is LeBron James. That to me is interesting. Mark McGuire, he got injured. You see where I'm
0: going here? Well, you're naming a lot of people who had... No, who they're had, just
1: athletes, great athletes. Michael Jordan, we started with Michael Jordan, Ben right. Johnson, Lance Armstrong got injured, Sammy think,
0: Sosa got injured. I will say that LeBron, for 14 years... Never, never got never, injured. Never even landing on somebody's ankle. Never twist his On an offensive ankle. rebound and twisting like Markeith Morris did. Never, I, no. And the only they, thing I can ever remember happening with him was the 2012 finals when he got the cramps.
1: Uh, no, but I remember when he, what was the year when he, was that 2012 when he went back? He After he left Cleveland, after he left Miami and came to Miami, after he left Miami and came to Cleveland, what season was that? Uh,
0: he, 2014. 2014,
1: yeah. the beginning of the season, he wasn't looking LeBron-like. And yeah. the whole they had the campaigns, I'm coming home, I'm coming home. And then in December, he said, I need to take a break. And he went back to Miami. But you said you wanted to come home. So why on your break did you go to Miami? And why couldn't we find you during those 2 you weeks? You need some R&R. Yeah, but but why do you if you needed R&R, why don't you stay you were you wanted you were so it was so important to go home, yet you went back to Miami for your break. Mm. What and you know who else goes to Miami on their breaks? Alex Rodriguez. That's just a coincidental thing. <laughs> That's just a coincidental thing. I'm not I'm just saying throwing names out there.
0: Um Well, I want well, a Rod, A Rod, So you wanted to talk about whether A Rod is a stickman or not? This is a question you get from people. People are bringing people, it up. You've a lot. become now. You've become what I was with the Book of Basketball. You're the you're <laughs> the author of the Book of Stickman. Yes. Your you're, your verdict is the final verdict. I'm the gatekeeper. You're the gatekeeper for the Stickman Industries. Now, A Rod, A Rod has impressive been with a lot of women. It seems to have two types. Has like that female bodybuilderish, muscular type, but then also has like the hot celebrity type, and he kind of vacillates between those two worlds.
1: Yes, sheer numbers. Who's the female bodybuilder type?
0: Well, he had that one girlfriend that that was de- definitely muscular. Was that when he muscular. was still playing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's when he was into like the bodybuilding things. He said definitely into like bodybuilder fitness kind of. Fitness ladies. kind of like taking care strong, of yourself. Like, like supplements. A little bit intimidating. Right. Yeah. Supplements and shit like that. She probably used supplements. Maybe. Like Debbie Clements. Yes. She she experimented. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Roger Clemens also a player who got hurt during his career. Unlike LeBron. The thing about A Rod is this: great numbers. Cameron Diaz, Kate Hudson. You know this model, that model, a couple of weird choices like like the inventor of Yahoo, like looks like a librarian at like a bad school in Ohio. Um, for me, ultimate now he's with J Lo, which is like a crest. That's like like a like a crowning jewel. So everybody's like, you got to put him in the stickman thing. And I say this: I treat the stickman Hall of Fame the same way I would treat the baseball Hall of Fame. Mm. You don't get in there with any asterisks. His greatest work. A-Rod's greatest work, he was under the influence of Ph- PhDs. So to PhDs. answer the question, P- PEDs. And P- PhDs. PhDs and PEDs. So to, so for me, when people ask me, is A-Rod a stick man? I say, unfortunately, no. Just like I wouldn't let Sammy Sosa or Barry Bonds into the Baseball Hall of Fame. A-Rod, unfortunately, you're not getting into the stick man Hall of Fame because some of your
0: greatest work, you were under the influence of PEDs. I think a couple, there's a couple indicators that would help with this thing. i'm not saying this is your thing i'm not so i'm not telling you, you should no, but think we're, this way. you're with me i'm with you i am I'm, I'm on the board when yeah, you have the board meeting once a year i have of, ideas yes. yeah i think one of the one of the factors should be if my wife or girlfriend was over served by one drink and i had to leave the party mm. or the dinner or whatever would i let this person drive them home and, and explain why, like because said, the, a true stick man... You a true would be, stick man is just they can't... They're going to step in. No. Bill Clinton... No, Bill Clinton. Quentin, Bill Clinton's driving your, driving your your drunk girlfriend home. There could be a He's problem. He's a stick man. He's going to step in. But
1: you know who's not going to step in? <laughs> Who? Jeter. Mm. they true. got better things to do. Well, that, But that's why I think it's one question. DiCaprio's not going to
0: step in? No, DiCaprio's not going to step in. Even Warren Beatty's not going to stick step in. There's Even two t- t- types yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. You on know this. why? Because I was thinking there's two types there's of stigma. There's a gentlemanness. There's a gentlemanliness. You're right. I'm wrong. I rescind. I but rescind that's the a question.
1: fantastic. See that right there, though, is what it's all about. That's what we talk about in the board meetings. That's exactly what. Like, it's like it, you could go left or right. People like, that could seem like they should be on the
0: list, right? But that's they're great. not. All right. So I inadvertently stumbled into the right discussion. So if you, so if, if, Jeter would drive the Jeter would drive drive my drunk girlfriend home. Yep. Not do anything. Nope. But that would also plant the seed for down the road. Yep. She'd be like, that guy is class. Yep. It would work in his favor. It works in his favor that he treated the situation with class. Now, if you were sending A-Rod home with your drunk girlfriend, he might take a crack. That's why he's not a stick man. Period. Yeah. Period. There it is right there. Did we ever talk about JFK Jr. with this discussion? (laughs) Consummate. I mean, one of the stealth, stealth consummate world class. You never knew what he was up to. Fantastic coxman.
1: <laughs> Men and women were sad at his passing because the work that he did in New York City, pre cell phone, pre social media, incredible stick man. Great did you hold of it hair. against
0: him that he would that he would run in Central Park with no shirt on? Love It him. seemed like it seemed like kind of aggressive. I know. Okay.
1: I didn't feel like I felt like he was just like. I've, I, it might have been a tinge aggressive, but I just felt like it was just like it was what it was. Okay.
0: Like it is what it is. is. Would you put Drake on this list?
1: Yes, up and coming young stick man. fantastic. Young stickman, lot of potential. Best stickman years are ahead of him. <laughs> from from Canadian, uh, half black, half Jewish. Yeah. This is a very unique. Uh, uh, yes, putting a lot of work. Great work under the radar. Um, sometimes lets his feelings get the better of him which works against you when it comes to being he uses stick-
0: his music to kind of work out some of his stick man feelings Yes Yes See that that to me is an asterisk against him I agree Because he, he's almost <laughs> too transparent about uh, his feelings about how th- certain things have gone down romantically in his life yeah, some I don't people feel like who, Jeter would play that no Jeter moves on Mo- Jeter moves on business like next I, one
1: I agree so so we have to see how th- he's still young he's still getting used to the fame you know uh, using his, his feelings getting the best from some Some people call that a, a sucker for love ass trick I don't use that term for him I, a great stick man apparently Rihanna uh, J-Lo uh, uh, um, and Serena Williams we're talking about like that's like Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore those are just some of the three we
0: know about so I had this question too, and I think it's it's a good one, and I think you know you should think about this as you build the stickman hall of fame. Are there female stickmen? And if there are, isn't Madonna like the the gold standard here?
1: She's she would be the gold standard, but it's a messy gold standard. She's a mess. <laughs> she was a mess in her prime and she's a mess now. So you don't really want her representing that, but if there are, Madonna would be that person, yes. Uh, In her prime she would drive around the East Village and pick up, you know, hot you know dudes off the street. Again, that's <laughs> what? That, that's the tur- yo. That's real. She would drive around in limousine to be like, yo, you know, she was getting it in. So, but 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 the the fact that she's not doing that it, didn't with- happen. yeah, it happened. Stop just, it. Just like just like the Ty Lu thing happened. You think I'm just making this thing up? <laughs> Ty Lu said that's the hardest job. You think I'm just like if I was that creative, Bill? You think I'd be doing this shit? I'd be like fucking. I'd like be writing Star Wars movies if I had this kind of creativity. So yes, Madonna would be the sort of the person, but it's. So, just, Kate,
0: like Kate Hudson's taking down a lot of lead singers.
1: She's taken, yeah. She's, she's a lot more of musicians. Of she she would be more a lot of, of it.
0: musicians and actors.
1: She she seems to have a sort of grace about it. She she seems to be comfortable with it, and it doesn't be like you're not like you don't judge her. Who's but, the uh, premier hip hop
0: stick man right now? Drake. Okay,
1: gotta be Drake. And He's got Drake is, Drake yo Drake has got. Impressive stats. He just needs to get his feelings under wraps.
0: I've seen Drake in action, live at the. I've seen this Drake as a stick man in action. What, how was it work like? It, it was. It was memorable.
1: Where'd you see him at? Like an award show was, or something? It was.
0: It was a post, post, post party. I was at once. He puts it in. It, it's it's tough, man. It, it was definitely one of those things where I was like, my I'm keeping my wife by my side. Wow! Yeah! Wow! It's that, man. That did. Yeah. No, Drake.
1: He's, no, he's no joke. Yeah, he's no joke. I mean, you know, the, well the, now,
0: now that Leo's won the Oscar, I wonder how this plays out for it him. It just keeps going. Just <laughs> it keeps going.
1: Hopefully, it doesn't end the way it, it ended for Warren Beatty. Like that was the, that was the that was the, the the downfall of a great stick man. Like his whole life. Like, there's a generation of people that will only know him for the incident at the Oscars. <laughs> and I, I was very adamant on social media. I was like, how dare you criticize it? Do you know the groundwork yeah. that this man did? Do you know what this, this this guy, like, he set the tone before Jack, before, all. I mean, he was out there pounding. He, he set the numbers. Like, he raised the fucking bar. Right. And for him to be shamed like that at the Oscars wasn't a good look for truly... Hollywood's consummate stick man.
0: <laughs> you know, and the bummer was, it, it was very similar, I said this before in a pod, it was very similar to Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Faye Dunaway was Janet, was Justin Timberlake in this scenario. Warren Beatty was Janet Jackson. It became his fault that La Line La Women was red. He held the envelope Could barely see, couldn't understand, was confused, gave it to Faye Dunaway, who just saw it and blurted it out. Yep. No different than Timberlake ripping the uh, nipple cover off. I agree. I agree. And everyone just pointed the finger at him.
1: But then he came back two minutes later, even tried to apologize. And it was just still like he was stepping in his own vomit
0: (laughs) and stepping in his, his, his dog's own
1: shit. And it was a terrible way. Uh, 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 for him to be represented, because people forget about the blue eyes and the hair and just the, the jawline and the chin and everything like that and everything that he did in the '50s, '60s, '70s, and '80s.
0: I had a, I was going to have something, something I was going to read you about Warren Beatty. I Was talking about somebody who was on the set with him on Ishtar. Uh huh. And Warren Beatty, Warren Beatty had stepped in with somebody who didn't seem like the typical person. He would step in with. Uh-huh. And the person asked him, why? Why, you know, why that one? What's your What's your modus operandi? Uh-huh. And from the book it said, why? He was thinking. He was searching for the right words. Huh. Because you never know. That's it right there. Warren Beatty. He, he didn't know. No. Everybody was fair game to him because you just never know. You never know. Who was going to, who, yeah.
1: They, how dare they disrespect him? That wasn't his fault. <laughs> What he did—he—he he, 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 this is like a great, great, great
0: uh, uh, coxman. <laughs> uh, you're feuding with ESPN? Not ESPN. Okay. Dan Lebatard. Well, you're not on ESPN anymore.
1: Nah, it's not true. It ain't over till it's over.
0: When was the last time you're on ESPN?
1: Mm, TV about two months ago. I'm on. I don't know what I'm on. You're gonna make me like. You're gonna make me like really be not on ESPN. I'm not gonna do anything. Lebatard's my friend. Why? I've been friends with them for 10 years. I don't like them. Well, that, Do you know so what the whole, th- th- the, the whole thing Can happened? Can we solve it right now? Well, I tried to. The, the way that whole thing, the whole Lebatar thing happened was he had set out a tweet about uh, Magic Johnson not being, um, what's the word he used? Not being, um, uh, didn't have, basically didn't have the credentials to run a basketball team. I saw that. Did, didn't deserve, what was the word he used? Didn't, didn't, uh, wasn't worthy, didn't deserve to run a basketball team. And it was,
0: so it first started out, with, and I was like. I was so, I, I gotta say, I was surprised that he made that play. Yeah, I, did not and I, was agree, like, I did not agree with that stand, but and, it's fucking opinion. I had an opinion on
1: his opinion. So at first, so first, so then I had tweeted, I never met Lebittard. So then I had tweeted He's out. He's a good man. Okay. I think he's got like some race issues too, so so then I said I said well if if he's not worthy to run a basketball team, your father
0: maybe not be worthy to be on a television show. Mm. I just want to point out that on Wednesday I had my father on a podcast who has just as many credentials as uh, as Levittard's dad. Your father's on a podcast, not on a TV show,
1: every single day, and the comparison was just like. But at first it was just like,
0: all right, so I get it. You're saying like. How can you question Magic's credentials? Like, look in the mirror.
1: Your father's on a show, and this—like, how many times are you going to have him misquote rap lyrics, and like everybody's like laughing because he's doing it in broken English? It's like basically, like, if you're going to say that he doesn't have the credentials to run the Lakers, I say your father doesn't have the credentials to be on a TV show. But it it was—it was—it wasn't as crass as that. Okay. One of his producers started talking shit, so we were going back and forth. Like, so he was like. Said something about, oh, well, your career, this, I don't even remember what he said. And then it was like, I was going, well, I don't know who the fuck you are, but if I met you, you're the guy who gets me coffee. So now I kept calling him a coffee maker. I said, you're the guy who, when you, I when I show up to do Lebertard Show, you shake my hand and you say, hello, Mr. Rapport, can I get you something to, to drink? That's what I was saying. I said, so don't say a word. I don't know who this guy is. So that, then it was going into, so somebody posted a picture. I think I had this thing, they was saying, you have herpes. Because I had this like sore on my chin. Yeah. You have herpes. Oh, I don't have herpes, motherfucker. And then it was going into all this other thing. Your career this, your career that, blah, 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 blah. And it was over Oscar weekend. And, uh... I had actually reached out to people at, cause it was getting it was getting like a lot of Twitter, like you're this, you're that, you're this. I don't know and they're basically taking pot shots from the grassy know, because I don't know who his producers are. I know that they would get me coffee if I met them. Right. And they wouldn't they wouldn't they would probably wouldn't make long lasting eye contact if I met them also. So then I had reached out to uh um ESPN over the weekend because I was like, yo, this is this is I saw where it was going. I said, yo, I never met Lebetard, but if he wants to talk about this off air, we could talk about it off air, or I could call into the show Monday morning, and we could banter and it'll it'll go away. But if they talk shit on the radio Monday morning, it, there's going to be a problem. So Monday morning, Lebetard John Wiener, goes by the name of- uh, Stugatz. Stugatz. I love Stugatz. May or may not hate Italians. No. He's mocking Italians with that, no. Stugatz. No. Stugats a good guy. Stugats a good guy. I'm going to defend all these guys. Okay, well, when if you heard what they were saying about me, you wouldn't defend them. Who is who to say? He's saying this. He thinks he's black. His career this. His career that. He's racist. He he loves black people so much. He made a tribe called Quest documentary. La 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 la. Dissing me on national radio. Dissing me. Inappropriate popping shit. And the and the coffee getters. And, and then the next, so, so I went on uh, Twitter, and I did a little video, and I shitted on him, and then the next day, I invented the podcast diss track, 42 minutes of flames shitting all over the Cupcake Kid, aka the Benye Bandit, John Wiener, the Long Island Jew, I'm Jewish, hates Italians you said you said you, he hates Italians that's what the I don't like any thing? of this
0: right? let's just squash it now
1: yo I tried to they wanted to keep I reached out and I said to the producers I said yo I will call in or I will speak to Lebertard off air they, and he said oh he's begging to get on the show I'm not begging to get on your fucking show well you
0: were on 17 ESPN shows at that point but I was like, he, I almost thought you had your own show. Every time I looked on, it was like um, you and Steven Jackson, like looking at shoes. Maybe
1: if, maybe if, maybe if I had my own show, they wouldn't be, you know, like firing my man Ed Werder and all that shit. Maybe like uh, things, you know, like Ed Werder gets fired. He was out there in below nine degree weather. <laughs> I, I'm in Philadelphia. There was like blizzards and shit. Then they get rid of this guy. So that was the the the, 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 the thing. But I haven't been on the ESPN just because he said uh, a I was like, well, you know, you got to look at how much steak or how much uh you know value somebody has uh um you know at ESPN like he basically told them yo this person shouldn't be on ESPN and and I think you know like and right now I'm suspended or not I don't even know what I am
0: you I, uh, you've been uninvited
1: I've been uninvited but not officially uninvited so I don't think it's going anywhere I saw
0: Matthew Modine on the jump last night Really? No I didn't. Okay. I, I, you have your own little corner. You You're an actor who can go on sports shows. And the I thing don't know that, who else jumps takes that corner from you.
1: No one else takes that corner from you me. I mean, there's other people that could talk about sports and stuff. But in regards to the Levitard thing, I just think that. And so that's that's how it. it, it I don't it, know.
0: It, it, I, this whole thing is just perplexing to me.
1: Ask him. Ask him. But
0: the dope thing about just it. The kind of shit Levitard hates, though
1: ask that fat
0: motherfucker what he (laughs) no
1: Bill please keep this in ask that fat fuck (laughs) ask that motherfucker what it is because I reached out to them and I was like ask him
0: ask him alright I'm gonna ask him he's my friend get him on the air can we call him get that
1: fat fuck and get John Wiener get those motherfuckers get their producers and ask them
0: you're really mad about this I was
1: mad because because when they're saying things my, my wife was mad because like you're saying things like you have herpes I'm an actor I don't have fucking. So if, I, if you're like saying I have herpes and I'm saying no, I don't have herpes. Basically, you're fucking with my livelihood. Like that's like defamation. Like yeah. if I'm an I'm kissing kids. I have a show. I have I have you know you're two kissing kids. kids. I have kids but, that play. You don't know I do have, that. I have children that play my 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 children, my kids. I have actors that play my kids on the show. I'm kissing them. Hi son. Hi daughter. I have my wife Jennifer Jason Lee. If I'm and I'm like filling out forms that say. And then they're saying I'm racist. It, the whole thing is just bullshit. And I'm just saying, like, Dan Lebertard is a wannabe Howard on, Stern. No, the, show no, no, no. the show is weak. The show is weak. His takes are weak. Miami sports are weak. And, and and the whole, and like, I'm racist and all this shit. Tate, what do we do? Keep it in. Keep, yo, you could keep it in. He, Bill, why would you take it out? He went on his radio show on national radio and talked shit. If you take this out, that's not fair. I said this all to their face. I said this all on the radio. Right, let's
0: move on. You made your point. Okay.
1: But I'm thinking. I, is there I still
0: a, feel awkward because I like all those guys.
1: I'm trying to think. I, is there I wish a, this
0: would work out. Reach out to him. Reach out to him. It, I seems told, like, it seems like there's been too much damage. I mean, two minutes ago, you called him a fat fuck. I don't. I don't fat know. fuck. Talentless. Come on. Come on. And you know what the best thing about it is? Levitard's a good guy. But let me just
1: explain to you. The, oh, this is the best part about it. But keep this in there. The best part about it is because they work for ESPN and they're like, you know, there's bodies being thrown into the dumpsters left and right at ESPN, they haven't said shit since then. Because, see, I I I, I don't, I, like, the whole thing with me going on ESPN, I love doing it. And my whole thing with going on sports was I love doing it. But it's like going to ceramics class. <laughs> it's like going to, like, photography. Like, I love doing it, but it's like, it's not my living. They haven't been able to say shit because I think probably the people at ESPN were like, don't say anything back. So That's the beauty of it. Like, I don't... Like he's t- like he thinks he's so rogue and he thinks he's so like you know out there, but then he he hasn't said shit about it because I know they said you know don't respond because basically it was like ESPN employee were talking shit about an ESPN employee.
0: But you haven't been on since.
1: Nope. Dan Lebitard. a good guy. Poppy, he's really <sighs> good on TV. Poppy.
0: Do you do you think uh, do you see ESPN with this whole direction of? kinda of takes. The day it takes. Everybody it's at least two people looking at each other, throwing takes at each other. Not much different than what we're doing now, but it seems it it seems like a more there's something I don't like about it.
1: My thing with sports there, stuff
0: There's a soullessness that to the day-to-day grind of it that i'm not a huge fan of
1: and and, and it's not just ESPN because i like ESPN. my whole thing like i fuck with ESPN. i love all the people i love beetle i love rachel nichols carrie champion jamal they're all like i love them they've all been great my thing with ESPN is just levitard so please keep that in there okay but the the thing about sports takes and sports you know sort of commentary is that When you're sitting at home watching a game or you're in your car in traffic listening to a game, you got your finger up your nose, you got your Starbucks, you might have a a cheeseburger smoking this, smoking that, and you're sitting there in a pair of basketball shorts. If that, you might be balls balls naked and a t-shirt, but yet everybody's fully dressed, fully made up and in suits. And I think it's not the Wall Street Journal. It's yeah. not CNN, it's not Fox News, it's not MSNBC, it's, it's sports. And, and even like the basketball nerds, it's like the analytics of it all. It's like, how many, f- it's, like, it's like, and there's so many of these guys are trying to like outstat each other.
0: I hate it. That's, I don't like that.
1: It's like enough with the stats. It's like when you're sitting there playing ball, you're playing three on Everyone's three. Everyone's
0: on a historic pace. You're, By the way, you're on a historic pace for F-bombs in this podcast.
1: Oh, do we not give the precursor to the, 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 the no, little dude, kids we'll aren't ta- listening.
0: Afterwards, we'll do the precursor.
1: Leah, you'll do like, please yeah, cover your right ears. After we finish
0: this, yeah. Yeah, they know. No, they, they know. don't know. We got to do let it me, again. Let me
1: tell you something, Bill. <laughs> One of the things that in in the most in like a year and a half, you know, people come up to me, they recognize you, they'll say, "I love." Consistently, especially in New York, all the time, they'll just straight up say to me, "When are you going to be on Simmons again?" I love you on Simmons. Nice. When are you going to be on Simmons again? And as if this is a performance, I'm like, "That's just me." I like they're like, "I loved your performance on Bill Simmons." I'm like, that's, "Performance." Yeah, that's just that's just twenty four seven. Yeah, but so people people come up to me all the time and say that to me, like, and I'm like, but I'm also an actor, They're like, no, 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 no,
0: I love you, On Simmons. So, can uh, before we go, can you give us one story that you haven't given us before? I'm going to go through your IMDb. Mm. An acting thing, yeah, some, something from I, I all can these tell you people. this: the
1: Big Three thing. I had a great story down there. Oh yeah, you're going to be. Uh, what are you going to be? I'm a, the roving reporter of the Big Three. Okay, the Big Three is the tournament that Ice Cube put together: Professional Basketball
0: League. Look at you! Have you seen your IMDb photo? You I look, look like I you're like, about to murder people. That's a good picture. Paint. That's a good picture. That's a good picture. Yeah, well, you look like you're filming the Jeffrey Dahmer story. That's yeah,
1: good. It's good. You know, I want to keep people on the toes. But I'm the roving reporter.
0: Uh, the. Uh, By the way, you're a hypocrite because you were in a TV series called Boston Public for four years. And paid then you, so well. Dis you dis Boston? Paid you so well. Took those Boston. Checks. We
1: shot it in Manhattan Beach. Did I mean, like, really? don't don't get any fucking twisted, man. <laughs> paid so well. It was a local job. It was my first. I just had my first kid. I liked the show. Good time. David E. Kelly, Boston guy, and uh, we shot it in right, Manhattan I'm Beach. A,
0: here, are the, here are the choices. You can give us a story about. <laughs>
1: I love Nick, that I got Nick choice Cage
0: in. or Caruso in Kiss of Death. You can give us a story about anyone from the cast of Deep Blue Sea, including Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Or you can give us a story about uh, Brendan Fraser in The Scout. No stories on him. Or anyone on True Romance. I, I'll were, do, you, were you working with Christian Slater? Was Christian Slater on Off the Wagon during True Romance? That's a good question. I think that Christian Slater
1: was... If he was on the wagon you couldn't tell he didn't like me he didn't like acting with me because and he had a right to not not like me because I didn't know sort of the technicalities of film acting at the time yes yeah. and like when we were we were doing scenes together and and I was trying to I didn't understand I was trying to be helpful off camera okay. and I was improving with him off camera he didn't want that well nobody would want it he was right to be frustrated with yeah. me and, I, and at the time I was like Fuck you What the fuck man You think you're so fucking cool Fuck a Fuck a What was that Baboon Heart movie
0: Baboon Unt- Heart Untamed Heart Fuck
1: Untamed Heart I saw man. that in the theater Yeah I was like You know you fucking I'm from New I saw New that York. on a date Yeah With your wife Or another no, chick No no Somebody
0: I was dating at I the like time I like that Side and, uh, piece and we were laughing. <laughs> this is way before my wife. We were laughing during the ending, and we got scolded. Well, that's what that, I remember about that movie because he dies at the end. Yeah. yeah, So, so, so.
1: But in my head, I was like, "What was the other movie? Pump Up the Volume." Was fucking fake
0: ass that's Jack Nicholson. No, yeah, that's now, great. But in my Pump head, Pump Up the Volume pre- that that predicted the entire podcast industry. Good point. Yeah, it did. It laid it all out. But but we were at the, uh, the
1: amusement park scene. Yeah. And and I was off camera, which means it, he was having his close-up, and I'm on the side of the camera throwing my lines at him. I don't remember what the lines were. And he was like, God damn it. Just give me the fucking line. And in my head, I was like, fuck you, man. You fucking <laughs> trying to fucking diss me. You know, like I was t- bitch motherfucker fucking from New York. I don't play that shit. I'm not no fucking actor. I'll fuck you up. La, 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 la. And... Because I wasn't doing it correctly, because you're not supposed to do that. Because if I'm throwing all these improv lines off camera, and I've already shot my side of it, it, it throws up the, it throws off the... the um, yeah, yeah. Can't the, do it. You can't do it. And he was like, fuck, god damn it. Man, just give me the fucking line. But I was embarrassed. And I also didn't know what I was doing wrong, because that was only my third or fourth movie. Right. Tony Scott loved it. So when we did the roller coaster scene, you know, the like where we yeah. were actually on the roller coaster, I confronted him. Not like I wanted to fight him, but I was like, "Yo, man, you fucking what the fuck? Like, you got a problem with me? Like, what you know? Like, let me know." And he he explained it to me, and I was I didn't understand it still then. Like we were like cool, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I didn't understand." And he was like, "Cool, oh, but." Like I was ready to fight Christian Slater on the set of truth. In my head I was but You're like he was, you got
0: like five inches taller than him, right? I got you You're like a minus four hundred favorite in that fight.
1: Yes. But I was totally wrong in terms of like he had a right to do it. I just felt like him screaming at me like it embarrassed me. So that was my but he was totally cool. So now like, you
0: see him, it's good. Long handshake, five step handshake. all of it. Like okay. it was
1: good it was good then. He was right, I was wrong. But at the time I just didn't under I didn't understand the technicalities of film acting and I just didn't like the way he did it. And he probably assumed I was doing it. I don't know what he assumed, but I was I was I was I was I was, I was, I was, I was he was right for being frustrated. Brad Pitt. I don't like his well, his, his what his ex wife was trying to do to him.
0: Oh I'm just saying Brad Pitt back then.
1: Cool as shit.
0: Good Chill. weed. Did he have weed?
1: Yeah, he had weed, <laughs> laid back, calm. <laughs> Told like the whole um, Honey Bear Bong thing with James Gandolfini. All Brad Pitt. That li- that character was seven lines, yeah, maybe ten. Literally seven or eight, Incredible. nine, ten lines. R- riffed it all. Showed up to the set, you know, in wardrobe, dirty, dingy. Was dating Julia Lewis. They had just done California. She had just done Natural Born Killers. They were like the it cool sort of alternative, you know, gonna blow up couple, coolest shit. Nice dude, friendly to everybody, and you knew this was like right after Thelma Louise and before um, the Robert Redford movie. You just knew he was like, you knew he
0: was. He's like you know, sort of Giannis now. Like you know, this guy's special. Did you know in '93 that's like one of the future Hall of Fame stick men we have? Uh, you yeah, you he already put in work at that point. Yeah yeah.
1: I mean, he, yo, the guy when you're up on him, it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Like there's no question about like those blue eyes and that jawbone, the hair, he yeah. had the long, you know, sort of Brad, uh, the long hair yeah. on, what was it on golden, not on golden pond. What was the, uh, Tate, what was the Robert Redford movie that he did?
0: Oh, uh, the fishing movie.
1: The fishing movie. Yeah. So he had that look going, but with yeah. the, remember he had that weird like sort of Fabio blonde hair. Right. Like people were dropping, like, f- like they'd walk by him and like you, they need to be resuscitated. Right.
0: Keep the girlfriend away from Brad yeah,
1: Pitt. Yeah, but cool as shit. Right, I was good. once at an Oscar party with Brad Pitt. This yeah. is when he was single. Ah, I swear to God, I saw a whole room shift as he went from one place to the other. But like, like, like a pack of women. <laughs> I swear, I saw it with my own eyes. I was at the bar with him when we walked from the bar to the front of the club. Yeah, the whole fucking place, like, like the whole, the whole, sh- the whole thing shifted. It was literally like a whole section of people followed him. <clears throat> All girls, all dimes, all in skirts, and he just was like oblivious to it. That's like easy pickings for him.
0: We have to wrap it up. Uh, Big three. Big three. When does that start?
1: Starts the 26th on FS1. I'm the roving reporter. I got to meet Dr. J and I asked him. When does it start? 26th, June 26th. June 26th. It's going to be dope, competitive, physical. Charles Oakley had to break up a fight during the practice games this weekend at the draft combine i saw it with my own eyes the draft combine the draft combine yo mahmoud abdul rauf
0: formerly oh, chris love jackson him. love him that was one of our old 30 for 30 ideas we never did i think i want to try to get that going what would you what would you call it? chris jackson x no aka chris jackson aka
1: chris jackson that was a good idea um got to meet dr j i was emceeing the draft i mean that's Outer body experience. Mount,
0: Ru- Mount Rushmore stick man.
1: Got to put my hand up to his hand. The, yeah. the, 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 the hands of life. I, 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 tried to, I tried to squeeze it at him. I tried to catch him off guard. I asked him, what what was Larry Bird, the most famous white person with no lips, saying to you that day? Please just tell us all. He wouldn't tell me. He would not tell me. What, what, what prompted?
0: 42 to 6 is what prompted that one. Bird had 42, Doc had 6. He was talking shit. Doc didn't like it. As he's shitting, so he, he, got, he almost got and, his fucking neck choked off. He told Moses and Barkley to grab him so he could just punch him defenseless for 10 seconds. Yeah, well, lucky it right. wasn't worse. Well, you can come back on before that starts. I'm going to squash this Levitard thing. I don't like it. I'm squashing it. I don't, no, don't say anything else. Wait, you're going to squash it or squash it from the podcast? No, I'm going to squash I, I, I'm not going to allow this anymore. It's over. I'm squashing it. Squash it.
1: All right. Basically, Magic Johnson got me kicked off ESPN. Defending Magic Johnson caused this
0: whole thing. Thanks to Simply Safe, it's never been easier to protect your home and family. Thanks to our friends at Simply Safe. Order your home security online. Get your set up your system in under an hour. You can start enjoying 24-7 professional protection immediately, all for just $15 a month. No long-term contracts, no hidden fees, no hassle. Go to Simply Safe with two eyes. Simplysafe Today, protect your home and get 10% off. Don't forget, I was on the Ringer NBA show talking Celtics-Wizards. If you missed that, don't forget to subscribe to Cousin Sal's new podcast, Against All Odds. You might have to make an appearance on that one at Oh, some point. anytime. You love gambling.
1: Anytime. And Small stakes.
0: Uh, and then Michael Rapport, your Netflix show, premieres uh, this summer. Atypical. All right. Just keep an eye on that. IronRapportTour.com.
1: Sean Kemp, man. Oh, yeah.
0: Rain S- Man. Seattle. Show up for rap. It's going to be fun. Thank you.
1: Thank- anytime.
0: All right.